Welcome back to Bad Thought Therapy. I had to do another recording, a pre-recording rather, before I tried to get a little rest so that I can power up and do some work this weekend. I am so thankful for you tuning in. I appreciate you. I appreciate your feedback, your love, your prayers, your comments, everything you do to help me keep this going is so appreciated and not taken for granted and I hope you had a beautiful day don't forget you are a creator I gotta say that on this episode because God gave me that a couple of months ago and I've been talking about it we have the power to create and I want you to know that and don't forget that and always use your creative power You know, as an educator, we spend so much time, whether we, I I don't know if it's, I can't say it's malintent, but we spend a lot of time trying to prepare children for these standardized tests. And none of these tests, none of these tests assess for creativity. But yet, the richest people in the world and the happiest people in the world are creative people. You know, y'all gotta pray for me because my memoir, I was trying to figure out like, you know, why am I teaching again? <laughs> and I love what I do and I love my school. I mean, it's just a situation like God just said, poof, here you go, baby. But I, I, but I know now why, because it's time for me to stop postponing my memoir. I have to tell the story that no one else would tell and people will not see. And, that's, and this is a great segue for this particular podcast because I really want to talk about the children. Um, but we got to talk about because they're not nurturing their creativity and our children are creative you're creative and just don't forget that god that's you're actually born with divine creative power and learn that the words can create and your actions can create and your thoughts can create and this is why i do bad thought therapy and i'm so thankful to god that i could just say that to you so for tonight's episode, I told you I did. I caught up on my news and I just saw this story. And I literally, I, I burst out in tears. I'm just going to be honest. Some stories just get so emotional. Um, and this one is about what happened in Alabama with the band director. And you know I love alliteration. So I'm going to call this one Men, Music, and Malice. And I'll put a subtitle on it. But this story is so disturbing for so many reasons. God help us. I just did an episode about how we have gotten so bad with our humanity that animals are treated better than human beings. And this is a case where what happened to the humanity? I did a sign recently for my classroom. And on that sign, I had, I am human. You are human. We are human. And I put that sign there just because people forget with all this technology and we interact with machines we can't forget we are human and somebody forgot their humanity um in Alabama and I want to talk about a lot of stuff happening out of Alabama that's the I don't know what's going on over Alabama full moon eclipse whatever but 
I'm going to put, I took this news story from AP Associated Press, and it looks like it was a football game. The band director for one of the schools was wrapping things up. The game, I think, was over or whatever. It, that's the way it looked. And the band was kind of playing some final songs. Now, I was in the band in high school for a year or two, and then my daughter was in the band all, uh, not all four years, but she was in the band. I was a band parent, high school teacher. And what happens after a lot of the games is that the band, until everyone clears out, will play a couple of more songs. Until the football players come off the field, he was sort of they sort of entertain. And believe it or not, the band draws in a lot more spectators at football games that people even realize. You know, people come to the game because of the band. And it's it's one of those, you know, being a business owner, my daughter would joke about me being a capitalist <laughs> as if it's a bad word. I say it's not. That's another podcast, Lord. But um, it really draws in a lot of money, too, when you have a good band, and this band sounded good. So I guess the police came. I'm going to let y'all read the story for yourself. But the police came and told him to, I guess, stop playing. So he was like, okay, let me just wrap things up. And the band just kept playing, and he kind of kept directing. The way this story ended, and I, I, I just grieved, was that he was tased several times. Several times he was tased in front of his students, in front of children. That's what got me. I mean, yes, it's bad that he was tased, but you could hear the children screaming in the background of this um, video. And there's all, there's so much out there. There's all these stories out there about how people are treated um, unfairly because of the misuse, the misuse, not the not the use, because I value police officers. I really do. I live in a neighborhood where police officers do their job, okay? And I appreciate it. But there is also this element of abuse and misuse. And they ended up in Alabama tasing this man and arresting him in front of his students and people and children. And it was awful. And you know what this really was? And I won't use the language that my daughter uses a little bit vulgar, but this really was this sort of macho war. You know, like power play. Like, you know, he didn't just stop when they said stop. He didn't jump and say, well, how high you want me to jump? You know, how far you want me to go? He just said, okay, it's like, it is something, again, they may not have understood. It's something that bands do. And some would argue, well, he should have just stopped. Y'all, the police said we got to stop, and we just stop. But here's the question that I always ask. Whenever I'm trying to figure out why people have this urgency to do certain things, I'll ask them a question like, you know, if you don't, if he didn't stop, if he just kept playing, what, what bad would have happened? The fact that he didn't stop right then and there immediately, what harm did he do? Nobody got hurt. Nobody got sick. Nothing bad happened. So at the end of the day, when you pull back the layers of this, 
it is a power play. And I'm going to tell you something. I've, I've been, you know, I'm in conversations all the time with different people from different walks of life. And this power thing is, is really big. There are people, and they get certain positions, and they get certain t- titles, and it's, it's a power thing. It's, it's like, I'm going to do it my way, and that ego again, and I don't care what anybody says or anybody does, you're going to do it my way, the way I say it. And they will, what they, what's that uh, old saying, you know, to cut your nose, to spite your face, you know, it's one of those kind of things when they could have just let this man play, or if he did decide to keep playing, they could have given him a ticket later. So you're going to get a ticket. You keep playing. They could have waited until he finished and just gave him a citation. No. And they tased him several times because he's a. it seems like he's a very athletic guy and he didn't just go down. They wanted him to go down. Shame on them. God, please help our children to see that on top of all the things that they have already seen and all the things that they already know is so detrimental to their mental health and it doesn't have to be this way i don't know if there needs to be you know i'm a person i try to be a solution focused kind of person and i really think that there needs to be some kind of board or committee i know people listen to my podcast and i don't know who it is but i know there's people that listen and they take these ideas and print and they have a much bigger platform and they use them and i hope they'll use this one too there needs to be a committee where we talk about how to how police officers can be better with their job in saving lives instead of so many people dying. Because every day somebody is dying. It's a couple of several articles in the AP with people dying under the custody of the people that are supposed to protect them. And I don't know if it's just okay, we are flawed as humans. And people get in, you know, people just react out of emotion and things like that. I've been there, you know, I've made mistakes as a teacher, said things, you know, that maybe I shouldn't have said. So people, I don't want to judge them. And I've learned a long time ago, never judge people. You haven't walked in a person's shoes. I'm not a police officer. I don't know what they have to go through. I don't know the mental state. You know, I don't know. And I don't want to judge them. But at the same time, I know there's a way that people can live and not die in their custody. And I'm just thinking that if we all sat down and some people sat down and came up with ways that they can serve in a way that it saves lives. And then what if there are these situations like this band director? What could have been the choices? You know, what if, if a person resists arrest? What are the choices? You know, so there are people that actually do resist arrest and do try to fight. Oh, I've seen that on tape too. What do you do in situations like that? But there has to be a way where more lives can be saved. And and and, and people need to be arrested. They need to go to prison. If you, if you act up and you act crazy and you are trying to attack officers, you need to go somewhere. You got to go. But, there's, but, but not kill them. So I'm trying to figure out if a national committee needs to be set and some laws need to be put in place. And that way... The officers will have their job, they will have respect, and they will have power. But see, power, what people don't realize, I don't know how this gets lost. And maybe it's in the training, I don't know. Power is given to you so that you can serve and give power to others. 
power and position and title is given to you so that it allows other people to be able to use their power and their creative gifts. And that's the whole that's the only reason why God gives you power in the first place. He doesn't give you power to put your knee on someone's neck. That's not the power. You're not given the power for that. You're given the power so you can help that brother up or that sister up. You can help solve that problem. Like the officer did in Alabama when the lady, um, somebody had called the police on her, same state. And apparently she stole out of the store and she stole some food. And when the officers got there, he asked her what happened. And this man could have arrested her because she took something out of the store. You know what he did? He got some people together and I want to cry. He bought that lady some food for her grandchildren. And that's how you do it. Like, you know, where is our humanity? Again, we cannot, I don't care how many machines they build. I don't care how much AI they create because they're not going to stop doing it. When you think you got one thing, you know, just like my phone, you know, I, I upgraded my phone. You had one little phone. It could do this. No, now this phone can do a whole lot more. Okay. And so it's just the technology is not going anywhere. It's how we choose to interact with it. And so we, but in, in how we interact, we got to never, ever forget we are human and God is going to hold us accountable to how we treat other human beings. And this did not have to happen. And I get it. And you have to, you got to really pray and you have to, you have to be humble and you have to dig deep sometimes because you have to really think, okay, am I just trying to misuse my power? You got to make sure you're not, you got to do self-assessment sometimes to really see where you are. Because when you do get in a position of power, on the surface, it seems like you can do what you want to do, but you really can't. Because you're going, we're going to be held accountable for what we do to the least of these. And I'm not saying if a person is wrong and they're doing a crime or they're resisting arrest, uh-uh, they need to be arrested. They need to be taken to jail. And some of these people, some of these crimes in the news, you know, they to me, it's just, they they not, they really should just be dealt with immediately, okay? We keep them on death row and all of that stuff, but keep them away from society because they're a threat. So officers do good things, and there's some good officers out here there, and they do their job. And like I said, I'm very happy with the officers I have. And I know my, I'm not going to say where I live, because if I said their name, you'll know, you'll know who they are. But honey, they do their job right here, baby. And so I, I, I really can't complain. And my heart goes out when something out, you know, out when something goes wrong. I don't know what's happening. And I just don't, I don't understand this. And God, please help us. But yeah, the band director was arrested. He was tased, y'all. And it was really like he was, they were trying to take him down. And that's what made me so emotional. And it didn't have to be that way. And then it, this is another thing. It was one man and all these other people. This is what happened in the case in Tennessee. You had one single man and you had all these other men. You don't even, you can't even defend yourself at that point because you're outnumbered. Where has our humanity gone? What mother and father raised them to do that to another human being? 
and was it again if he and he and I now I'm gonna be honest when I first thought well why did he just stop you know directing because I, I was almost like okay you should just stop you know I know I would have just you know if they told you to stop okay it's time to wrap things up but then I thought okay let's say he didn't stop and he should have but should he have gone through what he went through though and I say the answer is no and so if he had just continued to play and they waited there and then they decided to give him a citation and or fine him a thousand dollars or whatever they wanted to find then he would I bet he would stop next time <laughs> you know but now what's getting ready to happen is he's going to win his lawsuit because now he has a lawyer the band director has a lawyer and it was a necessary force against him and he could have died and see that's another thing People have all kinds of medical problems and issues that people don't know about. And when you put a taser to them or you hit them, um, people die. You know, it's interesting. There was a, and I won't do a podcast on this, but there was a game and it involved the Miami Dolphins. And I forgot where the game took place. But there was some kind of altercation with some people in the stands. And a man was punched a couple of times and he later died. Now, you know what the report was that he didn't die from those punches. He died from some kind of medical issue. No. Come on now. Think about that for a second. Would he have died if he had not been punched? But I know why they don't want to say that he died as a result of being assaulted at this football game because that means that, you know, they're going to be fine and, you know, just all kinds of stuff. And and it, it's just unfortunate. But yet a man got hit. And so he got hit, y'all, and he's gone. And so that's another story. But my point is that our humanity again. And this this is what's so sad. He the man going back to the football game, I'm jumping around, but it's the same kind of principle. The man at the football game had gotten into it with somebody else. To other people's credit, the humans, they tried to separate him, this man that was killed, and the other guy. But while he was being separated. A Dolphins fan hit this man twice. Y'all and the man. After he hit him, he lost consciousness. He fell back and he lost consciousness. Now justice is going to prevail. His wife will have a lawsuit and all that. But you can't bring that man back. And this is, again, our humanity. Now, why he was being, they, you know, the, to the credit, the fans had had everything under control. And I appreciate that. But then you got that one person. And then, you know, in these settings, because I've been in those settings before, you know, when you go to a football game, a baseball game, people drink. We've had that. I've been there. They're drinking. And they're under the influence. And some of these people. And I just think it's, they, they look for an excuse to act crazy in public because they're so unhappy with their lives and they out in public just acting crazy and the man is dead but going back to the band director if he had kept playing and they decided to give him a ticket and and, and then later he could have been fined I don't know what a, the charge would have been then guess what he would have gotten up the next day now those children this is oh my goodness my heart now those children will be traumatized because they saw that. They saw this, y'all. And clearly he was a man who was loved and respected. Please, 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 please. 
you know, when we say our prayers, and I know I can be so selfish in my prayers sometimes, talk about ego, well, I'm just focusing on my situations, and Lord, I need you now to deal with this and that. We got to remember to pray for the world. We have to remember to pray for certain professions more than others because they deal with a lot more stress. And again, I will not judge them. And I know some people have so much vitriol and hate for them. I don't because, I, like I said before, I haven't walked in those shoes. And it's, it's, it's a world that I don't understand and I don't claim to understand. But, y'all, we have to pray for them because it is a, a they do have a very dangerous job. And there are people that attack them and do things that they shouldn't do. And so, but this was a situation where this did not have to happen. That man could have died. And so many do. So many do. And we have to pray. Pray for the people. Pray for your world, not just your family. And I've been there. You just cry out to God for you and yours, your mama, your sisters, your child, you know, whether your niece and your nephews. But you got to pray for everybody, Lord. We have to pray for everybody, the police officers, the band directors, the schools. Please pray for teachers. Oh, my beautiful principal. You just have to be out here praying for people, praying for neighborhoods, praying for our children. You know, I don't know who was, I think it was Albert Einstein who had that quote, like our children are our greatest resource. Now that was Albert Einstein, but somebody said that, and that's true. They are our future. And if they are mentally battered and traumatized, what kind of future will they have? How strong will they really be if they're mentally emotionally and spiritually traumatized and it does not have to be that way so really this episode is not just to tell you the story but it is to ask for prayer I will put a link in the description box about this particular story I want you to weigh in yes I believe when I first heard the story I believe the band director should have just stopped at the same time he didn't there were three or four things that people could have done to respond to him not stopping other than attacking him and trying to force him. So many other things. And at the end of the day, we will live. You know, that's why I asked myself, and if you, you know, if you just, you know, have to wait to hold your question, will you die? You know, if you just have to do your homework uh, or do your assignment right now in silence, will you die? No. You know, sometimes you wonder, like, why couldn't they have just waited and then dealt with it, but they didn't. Thank God. And that's what I maybe should be thanking thanking God for, is that no one was hurt worse than what it could have been, because it could have been worse. Um, The children will need some kind of therapy, and that'll have to be dealt with having to see that. And just all things considered, but please. And then, you know, so much, like I said, I don't know what's going on in Alabama. They say sweet home, Alabama. Now, something's going on, okay? Because you had the case at the, the, the river, and then you had the case with the girl pretending like she was abducted. And it's just too much going on, and there's a history there. But, honey, we, we got we to gotta be praying for Alabama. That's a state we got to lift up, y'all. Well, peace and abundant blessings. I just wanted to drop by and share that story. And and this is the life lesson in this. We have to look for alternative ways. 
you know, there are always three or four ways to do things. I And I, I'm going to, like I said before, I have to pray. But now I know for sure that God is getting me because I have not written my memoir about education. Because one of my frustrations is that, I, and I have to share this with people, and maybe we just don't know, that there's so many ways to teach children. So many ways to teach one thing or reach a target. If you tell me to get to California, I could get us there. And there's so many little routes that we could take and we'll still make it to California. And I don't know what happens, but we forget that there's so many ways of dealing with one situation. And we have to take the time and be mindful and sit down and say, I'm going to sit down and think about A, B, C, D, E. When you take a standardized test, I was trying to teach my students some stand, some test taking skills. And, you know, they were telling, you know, this one video I watched, you know, they were saying, well, if, the, if, there, if there are four possible answers, you know, if you had to guess, choose this letter. But if there are five, choose this letter. And I thought about that. You have five different answers. And that's what we need to remember that for every problem, there are five different possible solutions and we can't just get zoned in on one if some if somebody defies you or doesn't do what you say do the first solution shouldn't be well let me try to take them down let me try to force them to do what i need them to do because if they if they if they don't do what you do the question is are you harmed is anybody harmed did anybody's leg fall off did anybody go blind anybody's hair fall out and the answer is no and sometimes we're upset about things because we don't have control and and I gotta I gotta talk about this I gotta talk about power I, I hate that um years ago I went to this workshop it was three or four days long but it was so powerful and these people, it was a couple, and I just have flashbacks of this because this was a minute ago. And a certain part of the, 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 the presentation, you know, they, I guess it was like a sidebar. They started talking about power. And, you know, there are different kinds of power. And I, and I remember they gave us a big old notebook, and I had notes. And, of course, whew, I lost that. I lost all that. I hate that. I hate that I lost all that because those notes and it was so rich and I, I, I just never took the time to kind of we go over things. But there's something about that. When people get that thing with power right, then they'll be all right. They'll have real power when they stop trying to control. And I think in this case, in Alabama, that's what they were trying to do. They just They were just upset they couldn't control the man. They couldn't make him do what they thought he should have done. And then he could have been wrong. Well, then, you know, okay, if he was wrong, just write him a ticket. Just just, just hit him where the pocket hurts, but not take his life. You know, he might lose some money that he can get back some kind of way, but don't make him lose his life and his health. Because sometimes when you get into these kind of situations, Later is when you suffer. That's that's happened a lot. Where later you going through something. It's something happened in Florida, and I can't even talk. It's so disturbing. But I'm gonna tell you something though. You know how we do. Your secret parents are your secret weapon. Oh, I'm. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna find. I gotta get that name again. I gotta put that on my prayer list because 
you know, some people, they are a threat to humanity. Talk about humanity, they are a threat. And you got it. The way you have to really deal with them, the best thing to do is spiritual because it is spiritual. And you have to deal with it that way. And I got to thank you for reminding me, so to speak. (laughs) Well, anyway, the light is going to come on. That red light, I'm recording from my computer. I got to start recording in a different way. And I'm looking forward to that, doing some PowerPoints. And that, that way I can record for longer. Well, I want to say again, I appreciate you. God bless you and keep you and your family. Don't forget that you're a creator. Don't forget that there's so many ways to solve problems. Don't forget that real power is not controlling people, but giving them power. That is how you have power. And I just want to say that those life lessons, I hope that they helped you. Well, take care. Peace and abundant blessings, family. Bye-bye.